Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 88 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. Thank you so much for joining in and listening. You know, Christmas is just around the corner. I know we have the countdown here in the house. And with this time of the year, we love the opportunity to, to be able to talk to anybody in the community that is helping to make a difference or impact others' lives in a positive way. Yes. And that's who we have on the show today. So we are joined today by Ashley Marshall, and she's with an organization called Impacts. We'll get into what Impacts is in a little bit, but she's doing this very thing in helping make an impact in the community. See how I did that? Impacts, impact. Oh, Oh, nice. (laughs) So welcome, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us this Sunday afternoon when we are recording. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on today. And so we did chat a little bit before we started and you got to, did you get to get outside and enjoy the beautiful weather today? Yes, it is gorgeous. Getting out and enjoying that weather before it gets chilly this week. Uh, yeah, oh, no. yeah. We got to put all the layers on when we go outside. It's that little gap we get in Florida. <laughs> we get that little gap and then we get it. It's funny because I talk to people up north. We get it again most of the time. Like, well, it'll get cold and then it'll get nice again. And then, uh-huh. that, you know. And then you can swim on Christmas Day. Right. This is that how is true. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is very I like, true. I like to make the joke that we have about two weeks of winter in Florida if you take all the winter days and put them together, <laughs> yes, but they're not do. consecutive. Yeah, so. <laughs> that that is exactly right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us once again. And first things first, let us know what impacts is because that word could mean so many different things. And and it's actually spelled I M P A C K S. Yes. So like packs, like as you'll see yeah. if you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see that on screen. But yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, give us um, a little um, rundown of what Impacts is. Yes. Yeah, so kind of Impacts started um, back in like 2018. Um, it actually started right after I had my second son. So I realized that like my kids had more than enough than what they needed. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to be able to find a way to kind of give back because I knew there were several children that didn't have much. Um, so Impacts kind of developed then more so thinking about um, what can we do to give back to the community and were there children out there that weren't getting anything for Christmas. And surprisingly, we found that there were several places that the children were not getting anything for Christmas. Um, So we then developed, essentially, it's backpacks that are making an impact. And so that's hence where impacts come from. Yeah, I love it. That's a great little uh, mesh of those two words. Yes. So we just kind of wanted to be able to make an impact somewhere, and Mm -hmm. we chose to make it with the children of right now, Central Florida. Um, And so we have kind of sought out different locations where children are not getting anything for Christmas. So how do you, how do you find that though? Like, how do you find out about those needs? Are you dealing with schools, shelters? Like walk us through that a little bit about how you're finding those children in the community. So it started out with um, a shelter um, here in Central Florida. And so this particular shelter has women, men, children. So our focus became on children there. And so at any given point, they could have anywhere from 50 to 100 children there a night. Um, And so it wasn't just something that was like, you know, we may have 10 children here. We may have 20. It was 50 to 100 was pretty much in the last three years has been about the the average on one night. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. 
So that in and of itself was a huge shock to us as well, that there were that many children in one place in one night that were not getting anything. Yeah. Um, and so this, we kind of go beyond like Christmas presents. We're talking throughout the year where, you know, food or basic toiletry necessities, basic needs, yeah, yeah. necessities, things like that. Exactly. And we've kind of started around the Christmas timeframe, but it is something that throughout the year, especially when back to school happens, Mm -hmm. you know, those children don't get the back to school clothes or the back to school supplies that they need to be able to go and function like any other child does. Yeah. Um, So I think this year in particularly, we have had an outpouring of support from the community. And so we wanted to make sure that we were being able to give the backpacks to other locations that need them as well. So I just get on the phone and call. Um, and that's, that's pretty much great. how it happens. And so it's kind of some places are getting um, funneled in resources from different areas. And then some places don't get any resources. So the ones that don't get the resources are the ones that we're targeting. Oh, that's wonderful. It yeah. is. So I, so I have a general question, though. So you're getting the backpacks. It, like what typically is in the backpack? Is it, is it just getting the backpack or is it? full of stuff or is it random depending on, you know, when you get it or who, you know, which organization that you give it to? So what we've kind of tried to do, so we kind of started out the first year and we did it a lot differently than we do now. So we kind of have learned as time has gone on. Mm -hmm. And so we, we help babies all the way up into high school. And so we, what we do is we make sure that each backpack is gender specific and age specific. Gotcha. So for instance, like the babies, they will get a blanket, socks, a bottle or a sippy cup and then a pacifier and then a book, like a smaller book of some sort. I and that's it. generally goes what, what goes into the baby backpack. So most right. of the time they will come to us, like whoever's decided to um, participate will take an age group and a gender and then fill it depending on what is needed in those backpacks. So for each age group, we have specific items that go in each backpack. So essentially they're kind of generally the same for each age group. Right. Okay. So different categories that. for, for yes. um, yeah. Ages and stuff. And, and that then, also gives them the opportunity, I guess. And, you know, we hate to think about it this way, but if a, a, a child has to move to another shelter, it gives them something to keep all their mm-hmm. stuff in. So they're not scrambling to, you know, to keep up with everything as well. Yes. And that is one of the reasons why we went more of the backpack kind of route is just because we wanted something that was easily transportable so that they could pack it up, put whatever they needed and something that they could call their own. Um, because a lot of those kids don't have anything of their own. And so being able to have that backpack that they can put their own individual things in was something that was very important whenever developing this group as well. Yeah, oh, that's that. great. We, we've worked with uh, the Linus Foundation that mm-hmm. puts uh, blankets together for kids and, and you know, younger children that are in, uh, in, in hospitals, in hospitals yeah. and mm-hmm. that are constantly having to move around and that don't have, it, it gives them a sense of, um, something like a sense of ownership, which is, yeah. is really important to them as they're moving from one place to the other, to the other. And to me, this is a little bit similar because it's their stuff. It's their thing. It's their backpack. And I think we take advantage. You know, you said you found that your kids had more than enough and more than they needed. Absolutely. The same for my kids growing up. And I think, um, realizing those basic needs, those basic things that we all sort of take for granted, mm-hmm. And just having something that is yours to keep, and this is you can keep all your stuff in here. I think that alone, it seems like it has a, pardon the pun, a big impact on kids, especially those kids that are don't really have much or that are, you know, in a shelter or in a, um, you know, those kinds of scenarios where they have these extra needs. So yeah. I love that about it. Yeah. Yes. 
And um, so your children are younger, correct? Yes. Yes. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. So oh, how it's busy are, time. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I'm assuming that you get the children involved in this. How are you teaching them that this is an important part of their character, really, of kind of being a part of the community and taking care of those that may be less fortunate than themselves? Yes, definitely. So um, my grandmother, she actually passed away last year, but she was one who she never had any bitter moments in life. She always wanted to make everything better. And so I think um, that is something that I have taken with me and in developing this. And so I want my kids to be able to know that they are doing something with this to make life better for someone else. And so I think um, my oldest has actually, so what we normally do is we're normally, when it's not COVID times, mm-hmm. we're able to go and actually physically hand out these backpacks to the children themselves. And so we're able, my, you know, my oldest has been able to go with me now for two years and actually see the age groups. And we go mm-hmm. and we have backpacks lined everywhere and we'll, you know, an elementary age girl will come up and they get to pick the backpacks and they get to go and actually hand them to the child. Oh, I and love so. It. That is unfortunate with the times that we're in now that we aren't yeah. able to do that. But that's another reason why um, I wanted to make sure that the, it still happens this year because we've yeah. been able to see how much of an impact, no pun intended as well, yeah. that it's made on <laughs> on all of these kids that we've been able to give the backpacks to the last two years now. But this will be our third. So oh, yeah. I, I love that. I mean, my oldest was out in the garage with me um, yesterday, actually putting the tags and making sure we look through to know which age group it is. And so he's very, very involved. My youngest is still involved, but not as heavily as my oldest. Sure. But still, just start at that age. It becomes a normal thing for them to want to give to others. Because we've done um, shows in the past where we've talked about that feeling you get when you give and it's almost self-serving yeah. and the dopamine's released yeah. whenever that happens. And so it's this feel good. Yeah. It, it's self, Dan always says it's what self-serving. I, it's I self-serving say, as I well. say that kind of sarcastically, but people don't yeah. realize that when you give the way it makes you feel is um, it's more than you get by receiving stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's more exciting. It's more, it touches you more deeply. It feels like you're doing something significant, much more significant than when you're receiving something. Absolutely. And I and I love that you're doing that with your kids so young because even though your youngest isn't really deeply involved or at least not, you know, on the level that your oldest is, but I think it also sort of changes our mentality because mm-hmm. we are a consumer-based world or a consumer-based country at least and you know, I need the new thing. I want the new thing. I want the new toy. I think it gets people, kids, and then even adults to stop and consider, do I need, do I, you know, do I really need this? No. Are there people that really need stuff right now? Yes. And it's almost like a, uh, a conscious decision to be okay with the fact that people need, and I still want all this extra stuff I don't need. We, you know, I'm not suggesting that none of us are going to live our lives, but I do think at a younger age like that, mm-hmm. it, it sort of starts programming children to consider when the holidays come or when you get a new thing that, you know, at least take a moment to think about other people, to be more giving, to be yeah. more, um, to have more empathy for those that don't have as much. So I love that you're doing that with your yeah, kids. I think I love it too. some of us wish that we would have done that with our turn kids from a time. younger age. Yeah. <laughs> wish we could turn back time and not learn it at an older age. Because instead. it's harder. Yeah. It's harder to, to, to do that at an older age. I think, especially yeah. as kids are now sworn, you know, it used to be not to go too deep off the path here, but it used to be 
we weren't marketed to as children, except maybe commercials during, right. you know, Saturday cartoons. Now kids are marketed to every five seconds. Well, she probably was. She's a lot younger than us. So, well, true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, but, you know, we so, had it like once a week when we were allowed to watch cartoons right. for an hour yeah. in the morning. But, you know, we're circling things in the Sears catalog that you wanted for Christmas yeah. once a year. But now yeah. kids, you know, I look at my own children and it's, every ad and every social media feed and it's buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this the same way for adults. And it becomes, I think, harder for them to think about others and to Mm -hmm. think about, you don't need this. You could use the same resources to help others. So I love the idea of getting kids involved. And I agree. COVID is kind of messing this up (laughs) as far as in person, but there's huge value in that too. And I'm glad you're still able to proceed with this. And we're going to do everything we can to kind of help drive up more of these backpacks. I was going to ask, how have you been affected by COVID with, um, in regards to impacts? In all honesty, I think the biggest impact is, is that we don't, we're not able to have that face to face like Mm -hmm. we do. And so that was one of the things that whenever I developed this as well is that it was important to me to have that face to face because it's very easy to put things together and send them off wherever they're going to go and someone's going to get them, but we don't really know who. And so having that face to face communication with whoever it is was something that was very important. So I think that's the biggest thing that we are missing this year, but we want to make sure that we still, the benefit is we're able to affect and help additional people in additional places. So I would say it's kind of been a little bit of a win-win in that we're able to help more people. We just don't get the face-to-face. Yeah. There... And so COVID has affected our podcast in that way because we would used to have you come to the studio or we'd meet you somewhere and we love that face-to-face interaction. Yeah. And this is the next best thing because we still get to see, you know, everybody's beautiful faces and your reactions and we get to laugh together. But there's, you know, there's energy in between people when you're together. And that's what we miss. So we can't wait for it to get back. I'd so agree. But I also think, the I totally agree with you. I also think, when you're giving like that, I just talked about the benefits that you get as a giver. Oh yeah. And you still get them by doing it digitally or mailing them off. But there's something different when you can see that person's face light up, when you can see, you know, people's reaction to your generosity. To me, that the payoff there is. Especially uh, little kids. It's immeasurable. They get so, and it seems like such a simple thing to us, right? A backpack with some, you know, things in it. And they get so excited about it because we've worked with other organizations where they do things similar for children, especially. And there's just something about it that touches deep down into your soul, right? Like heartbreaking, but feel really good. Like want to help the world. How much more can I do? And that seems like that's probably your thinking when you come to this. How, How much, how many more children can we help? Or yes. how many more people can we reach? Well, our, our focus kind of became like the children because children don't make the choices of kind of the life that they have. And so yes. I think it's more so like they didn't make this choice. This is just kind of the life that they have been given. And so mm-hmm. if we can help put a smile on their face for one day, that's what we want to do. Yeah. Yes. Un- understandable. So let's talk a little bit about how the community's gotten involved in this mm-hmm. and and. You know, I want to, I guess I'd like to get a little bit of background from you on what you've seen as far as community involvement and maybe what we can do and what other people can do to help you now Mm -hmm. to drive up the amount of backpacks that are getting put together or to assist in distribution or whatever it is. But I think first, I'd like to know what you're seeing from the community. 
I think the community has been absolutely amazing. I think um, when this started three years ago, I kind of had this idea and I wasn't sure exactly how I was going to be able to get to the numbers that I wanted to get to. And those numbers have been completely surpassed. And every year since then, they have grown exponentially. We started out the first year with like 80 backpacks. And last year we had over 120 backpacks. And then it's growing already this year. And so the community... The community has just been absolutely amazing. Um, And so there are different members of the community, different groups in the community, different offices, different um, people that just kind of come together and say, you know what, this is what we want to do. We want to take this age group and we'll give you X amount of backpacks and we'll make it happen and we'll get it to you by this date. And so um, I think that has been the most outpouring support of the community is just they just want to jump in. They just want to help. Yeah. And so yeah. I think also a lot of members in the community didn't realize just like myself that there were this many children that were not getting anything for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of, um, it's a shock to us. I think when we yes. learn that oh, yeah. or just how many people are struggling right in our own backyard, yes. um, it's not just people that you see on the street corner asking for something. It's literally a lot of people in our community. So I think we need to be more aware yeah, um, and have more of an urgency to kind of help those that are struggling because we never know when that could happen to us, yeah. you know? Yes. Well, I think, 20, I think 2022 has brought more of the struggle to a forefront than what it mm-hmm. have, ever has before. Sure. And you know what I think 2020 has done? Everybody's like, oh, it sucks. This year is ho- horrible. This has been a year of giving for people. I will say that people, I think, have stepped up more and have opened their eyes a little bit because and you see are how reaching thin, out more. You yes. see how thin that line is between your comfortable life and how, you know, th- there's all different personality types. And, you know, uh, Ashley, you talked a little bit about um, decisions. We all know people that are in bad struggling situations because of bad decisions that they've made. We also know people that through no fault of their own are in these kinds of situations and especially children, like you said, they really have nothing to do Mm -hmm. with why they are where they are. But I think 2020 from my perspective has made everyone first stop and, and sort of Mm -hmm. internally focus a little more. We've got more time to do that, but also Mm -hmm. realize that your business could go away overnight and you know, you might Mm -hmm. need help from people. So I love the fact, I don't love that, but I love the fact that it's getting people thinking about being generous and back to Mm -hmm. the conversation about the community. So do you have sort of an outline if hypothetically someone came forward and said, I want to give 20 backpacks loaded down. Do you have like an outline of age group? This is what I need you to give. This is, you know, the size, shape and color of the backpack. This is what needs to be in it. Are there some guidelines that we can help put together or maybe you have them and we can help share them for those that maybe want to help with more backpacks this year? Yes, definitely. I think um, I can definitely provide a link to, um, I have it kind of divided out by age group and by a backpack of what goes in each backpack. And so when it's someone in the community asks, you know, which, which age group, which all the age groups really honestly need something. Mm-hmm. And whether that is given to one particular group or if I find multiple other groups to give it to, I'm never going to let one backpack go unused. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's um it's just a matter of what anyone wants to do. If it's one backpack, if it's even just a backpack that's not full, we'll get we'll get supplies, we'll fill it up. Yeah. Um or if it's vice versa and just the supplies, we'll get a backpack. We'll put all of it in there. So it's just a matter of what people want to do. Um and so I can definitely 
um, provide the link with whatever goes into the backpack. And that way you'll have that and everyone, everyone can do that. And we'll put that in the show notes here. And then if, you know, hypothetically someone comes along, they want to give the backpacks with the stuff in them, following your guidelines in that link, do they email you? Do they call you? Okay. So they can email me at Orlando impacts, I M P A C K S at gmail.com. And then we'll, I'll be glad to set up a location to meet or how to obtain those backpacks. We'll figure that out. So Ashley, let's say that you have somebody that maybe they don't want to put the backpack together. Maybe they don't have the time, but they have the monetary, they want to make a monetary donation. Do you accept those as well? And then you do the shopping? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And even if they want to say, if they want to say that I want, you know, here's the monetary to do two backpacks of elementary kids or two backpacks of middle school kids. Cause a lot of what I'm finding is the community has children those ages. So they want to be able to give back to the community uh, almost in, in honor of their children. Oh yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Like if you have a uh, four-year-old little girl and you go to pick out a backpack, I think you're going to kind of go towards that. that age you know group. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Then hopefully you're taking your child to do that they can be a part of that experience and help exactly. to pick out that gift for somebody else. Yeah. So I, I love that. That was, um, that, that was a good point though, that they I, are usually you go towards, like if you do have that age group, we in your tend house. to lean towards that. Yeah. So, but just yeah. to be clear. So if I wanted to do a monetary donation, same thing, I contact you at the, uh, Orlando impacts at gmail.com. Exactly. And then we'll, we can figure out, um, whether it's Venmo or however the easiest way, um, that you would want to contribute that we can definitely arrange that. All right. Oh, excellent. Perfect. That's always good to know because if somebody, you know, if somebody is so busy and they really just don't have that time or they're limited in their, you know, abilities, maybe they're limited to home or something, yeah. then they can still help out. So we sure. love that you, you have that. Ability. So it's the, it's those minor conveniences of, I, you know, yeah. I think a lot of us would love to just show up with a pickup truck full of backpacks, but yeah. I, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, at yeah. least, at least people can help that may not yeah, have yeah. the time or resources to do it that way. So at Christmas time, so Christmas time is around the corner. So in the backpacks at Christmas at time, is it the necessities, but can people also include a gift? Is that something you suggest? Yes. Yeah, so for the, um, anyone, but the babies, the babies, you could still do it, but, um, the toddlers up to high school in the list of things to go in the backpack are the necessities and like supplies, like a toothbrush, toothpaste, socks, underwear, um, usually for like the younger kids, a book or a small toy. Um, and then of course, once you get older, we'll do more like accessories, makeup, um, then deodorant, those type of things that they would need, as well as then some type of toy or gift that fits inside the backpack. Sure. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, throughout the year, because we've talked to many different organizations, and it's always like this time of year, people are ready to give, right? This is the, tis the season. Wait, what What do they say? Give it. Giving is the is the reason for the season. season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something. I don't know. Why don't I know that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, so a lot of people are, you know, okay, it's time to give. So that this is when people are kind of helping out in those areas. But throughout the year, let's say somebody gets an abundance for a baby shower of baby blankets. Do you take donations like that throughout the year? Is this something people could think of throughout the year that do you have a spot to keep those where you could utilize them later? Of course, we would figure out a spot. Currently, we don't have a spot, but maybe um, if it if it's something that grows um, like it has grown over the past couple of years, I would love to do things throughout the year as well. And if I have to find a storage unit for all of it, I'll find a storage unit. 
Oh, I love that. Yeah, you're like, oh, it it will happen. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna happen. I mean, yes. my closet may become smaller <laughs> and I have less exactly. clothes, but I'm gonna make room for all that stuff. Because I was just thinking about that, like especially baby showers, especially somebody's first baby. They get some people have two and three baby showers, and they can't they can't use everything that they right. get. Sure. I mean, maybe the diapers, let's just be honest with that. But, you yeah. know, like yes. so many things that they'll never wear, the babies will never wear yeah. or something like that. So this is, you know, hopefully in the future, you'll have such a huge abundance that you just put in backpacks together all the all time. Year. Yes, you know? love it. I mean, the other, I know several people have asked, like they have, like their children have outgrown strollers or other baby items. Um, and, you know, they ask, is that something that you'll take? Of course, we'll take it. Um, yeah. Whether it is whatever different organizations that we take these to, if they need those things, we'll give those things too. So if you have gently used items like that as well, that may not fit in a backpack, but it's, you know, equipment that someone could use, we'll, yeah. we'll find a place for it. Yeah. And I love that you have those connections that others may not have. They might not know where to take it and they don't or just want really to drop it, it off somewhere. Most. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you have those connections where you're like, yeah, I, I will drop it off for somebody yes. to use. Yes. You're, do yeah. you're doing the work, but hey, <laughs> That is a good feeling, isn't it? Whenever you drop yes. something off like that and see that somebody is really in need of it. Yes. And there so are so are, many people in need. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, and yeah. well, on that note, you know, you mentioned that uh, you guys do this. You do this throughout the whole year, right? I mean, the I we, guess the big surge is at the holidays or at Christmas time. But is it throughout the year you guys are doing the building and the donating of the backpacks? So we usually start around September. Okay. Um, and that's kind of when we start the kind of full force getting ready for December, just because it is quite the process to get them all together, oh, get them sure. assembled, get mm -hmm. them collected. Um, so we usually will start in about September. Okay. But um, like I said, this is the third year of doing it. And so my hope is, is that it will just continue to grow and we can even do it for back to school times or even just throughout the year. Um, so like awesome. I said, I may, I may need to find a place to store everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but we'll make it happen. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of this yourself as far is just packing the backpacks and everything. You don't have this huge crew of people that are doing this for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's just myself and, you know, my family, but thankfully what has been the biggest help, I kind of made the mistake the first year of just getting everything and then assembling everything myself. And so yeah. kind of, you know, you kind of learn from your Learning. experiences. Yeah. And, sure. Um, so now the fact that everyone is kind of, a, we have like a set thing that needs to go in each backpack and everyone assembles their own backpacks and then brings them assembled most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, I know there are some businesses that you work with. We'll keep those anonymous. But do you know if they kind of encourage employees to get together and do this? You know, because there is a lot of companies that encourage like team building yeah. and they'll have like these volunteer days. So I'm wondering if they get together, build the backpacks together as a part of that, or do they do it individually? Probably individually now, but I'm just wondering if yes. you've heard any positive feedback with kind of how it's bringing that spirit of giving into the the office space. Yes, we have one of the local schools um, that participates. They've participated the last couple of years and they have backpack stuffing parties. Um, oh, I love it. Oh, I and do so too. they have like, they set a day and then they, you know, each of the classrooms has allotted however many backpacks is their goal. And so they'll do things like one of them had for Thanksgiving feathers that they would put into a turkey. So as each backpack came in, they put feathers into a turkey or different kind of incentives that way. That's and so cute. they get behind it and get the kids involved that way as well. Oh, I love it. I love to see when they, when people come together like that, it's a good feeling when you're oh, like sure. putting, you know, we've done that before and it's, it feels really good. So what do you see for the future of impacts? Like, where do you want to 
take this. How many backpacks do you want to stuff? Like, yes. I mean, can or, you or, even answer that question? Or, or do you want to receive already prepackaged already and pre-packaged. ready for you? Exactly. There you go. Preferably, preferably prepackaged. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will be glad to stuff backpacks, but prepackaged is always more helpful. Sure. Um, I think ultimately my goal is, which I started kind of this year, is I wanted to find other places. So that's kind of like, I kind of have like my like small goals and then like my larger goals. And so I think finding other places. So that's one of the things that I would reach out to the community and feel free to contact me if there are other places that you know of, whether it be schools, whether it be organizations that you know of children that are not getting much for Christmas, we'll be glad to help out. Um, And so depending on how many places that we need to serve, then we will get those backpacks and get them there. Ultimately, I would love to expand into other places as far as other states, other, you know, areas of the country. Um, and so it's one of those things. I'll start small here, but I'll, I'll grow as big I as it needs it. to. I love it. Yeah, that, it. That's the attitude to have. And I think we may have a contact for you for a place in need as well. Perfect. Yes. So we'll share that with you and after just, the show. For those of you listening, just to remind you that if you're not, uh, you know, uh, looking at your phone or whatever right now, we're going to put Ashley's email in the show notes. That's orlandoimpacts at gmail.com. That's where you can reach out for, you know, where, how you can donate backpacks and how mm-hmm. you can help. So I guess, you know, one of my, one of my questions to kind of wrap us up here was, you know, how can people reach out to help? I think that's the easy yeah. answer just mm-hmm. to reach out to you via email. We are, we have some discussions to have internally, but we're excited to, assist Mm -hmm. and help with either putting backpacks together ourselves or making some connections that we're working on to make sure that you get more backpacks or more supplies or 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 it'll certainly be both. (laughs) But the question is how, you know, where, Where? which, how much more and where, um, we're so happy to hear about this organization. Uh, we heard about it through a mutual business partner. That's how Uh, this is. That's how this happens though. Yeah. Like I think most of the places that we have worked with, we've heard about through, Someone in the community yeah, that's involved. That is how, yeah. And it's small, but we like to toot your horn. So we're going to toot it. Right. I don't know yeah. how many times I can say toot, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> we're going to toot your horn because we love people that are stepping up when they see a need. And, you know, you are definitely that's an doing that. Thing. Yeah. Yes. I greatly appreciate you guys having me on and helping spread the word. And I mean, the community is what makes this work. And so, yeah. I think whoever wants to help out in the community, we will figure out a way that they can help, whether it's finding somewhere that needs it or whether it's putting backpacks together, whatever it is, we'll figure out a way for them to help. And they're what makes this happen. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So we're, we're happy to be part of it. We want to thank you for doing this mm-hmm. because, you know, the your, um, you know, giving spirit for those in need, I think it becomes contagious, as we've said on the show yeah, before. It does. And, uh, you know, it, for you a mother of two young children taking time during your I'm holiday season, you. which is already insane. I don't think anyone has an excuse not to get involved in doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, with a two and a five year old running around and you still do it. <laughs> right. You know, we just want to make those children smile. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, want to make those children smile. So I love it. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on thank the show. You guys. And uh, you. we look forward to having, you know, more conversations with you and helping to drive up the amount of backpacks and supplies that are donated yeah. to this. And hopefully throughout the year, we can hopefully help to 
get that going in the right direction. Yeah. That would be amazing. Becoming something. We're going to check something off your list. Hopefully Hopefully we can help check something off your list. Thank you. You enjoy the rest of this beautiful Sunday. Get out there. Enjoy some of that weather before, you know, that freezing cold sweater weather. (laughs) We'll enjoy the sweater weather for a little bit though. For a little bit. Yeah. I love it when it's cold. I know. I love it. (laughs) Have a great day guys. All All right. right. Thank Thank you, you, Ashley. Ashley. You do the same. Thank you. Take care. Okay, guys, for those of you listening, we're going to take a quick break, and then Angie and I will be right back. Hang tight. Hey guys, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Ashley Marshall. We are so excited to be involved with Impacts and uh, what perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing that we found out about them. It really is. We talk about the season of giving and how charities really need your help throughout the year, which is so true, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't really get on board during the holidays as well. So I like how we got this Christmas theme going with our shirts. Okay, you you got to stand up. You got to stand up. We got to see your cool shirt. Look at of that course it's a Christmas shirt, friends guys. shirt. That is awesome. I've got the fine and dandy version. Yeah. We there need, you go. We need Love a fine it. and dandy Christmas shirt. Oh, or like all all the different seasons, like one for Halloween, Halloween is what I want. Yeah, yeah that well, would I, you know, be really cool. I, I'm still in the middle of putting a little bit of a store together, so we'll we'll yes, have to do that. And that then I just true. had a great idea. We could do a percentage of every sale goes to you know charity. A charity. Different yeah. charity. Charity of choice. Yeah, that will be charity awesome. Oh, I'm taking a note on that. Take a note, buddy. Anyway, guys, we thank you so much for each and every week tuning in and listening to who it is we're chatting with in the community. Whoever it is, yeah. We have a really great community. We do. Of artists, musicians, um, restaurant owners, small business owners, um, just authors. What else? What else? Oh, um, let me pull um, up and see here. Nonprofits. I mean, just people that um, have to do with health and wellness. Um, I think you covered it all. Photographer. Art. Yeah, that I'm is sort you, of an artist. I'm yeah. trying to remember everybody. We've well, that is an artist, not sort of. Yeah. yeah. But um, we just really have a great community. And especially when it comes to people giving back and especially the small businesses that are giving back. Yeah. We have a really great community when it comes to that. So we really do. Um, grateful for that. I also wanted to ask, was this past Saturday, the Shop Small Saturday, was that a thing? It is. Shop Small Saturday is a thing where you're supposed to shop small. Did we mention that last week? Because I I can't remember Well, we've been just talking about Shop Small all this month. I got you. You know, but I missed it. Well, we missed it because I had to work Saturday. I'm sorry. I chose overtime over um, going shopping. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you guys went out and did some shopping. I I sadly did not either. But But Fox Valley... um, Farm and Hop Yard? Yeah. Farm and Hop Yard had their grand opening for their little store. So, yes, every Saturday they will be open throughout this month. That and looks so cool, too. Yes. And they have um, just local people that they've partnered with. Um, Vixen. Vixen Labs. By Fox Labs yep. is there. The Vixen, um, yeah, hand Vixen. soap. That's We've right. had them on the show. They, um, I do believe Pasture Brothers is going to be in the store as well. Oh, how cool is that? They also have their eggs that they sell there. It, it's like a little mini farmer's market in this cute little shed. It's amazing. So The pictures were awesome. It was like an Instagrammer's dream. Yeah. Well, Jen Fox 
takes amazing Instagram photos. Oh my gosh. She I needs mean, a part-time photography I'm job. I'm telling you, she really, I mean, she has opportunity to, because they have this beautiful little farm that they've created out there on, you know, yeah. your, your old, old stomping grounds. Yeah. But she like frames the shot just oh, yeah. for, as an amateur photographer. I'm always like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. She has a beautiful Instagram. Um, yeah feed going there but congrats to them on finally getting that open and just in time for shop small saturday and i'm actually going to go next saturday and check it out excellent well i will join you and we also want to mention our shop small let's call it an event but you know we're partnering with multiple local businesses of every kind as angie mentioned Mm -hmm. restaurant owners um shop owners everything from like arts and crafts to uh, photographers to artists that, you know, uh, have original mm-hmm. artwork to authors, to clothing, to everything. Local gyms. Yeah. yeah. Lo- oh, local gym. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. So on our website, uh, findandangie.com, if you go to the shop small tab, you'll see an entire listing mm-hmm. of every one of the local businesses that have partnered with us so far. We have yeah. more in the works. And today yeah. I want to talk a little bit about a couple of them, but this is the case for most of them on there where there is a discount. If you go to that page where, you know, they'll give you a code word or a code letter or something to put in a promo mm-hmm. code. So when you go either into the store, into the shop or onto their website and plug it in, then you get various discounts. And today we want to talk about my favorite things, which is a, I call it like an arts and craft thing, yeah. but I guess it's, is so that- it's a paper crafting company. There you go. So those beautiful fancy cards that you see that people hand make for you, um, MFT sells the products to be able to make those beautiful cards. <laughs> and do. not only do that, do they do that? They offer the best customer support when it comes to their products, as well as fabulous little workshops that they offer online, like where you can go and watch people making the cards, get all the product ideas that you need, order your products and make that beautiful card or create something of your own. So yeah, definitely. So like like a training course almost. Yes. Oh yes. It's a beautiful website. They've got beautiful um, examples of how to create these cards like step-by-step and they come up with some really creative stuff. So definitely check out my favorite things. You can find them at mftstamps.com or if you just search for my favorite things, it'll pull right up and they are offering 10% off your order. If you plug in the code word, Danji with all capitals. So we interviewed Kim Vandersanden, who is the owner of There my we go. Things. That was episode 48. So if you want to know go. everything there is to know about My Favorite Things, yeah. such a great success story, really a grassroots great. success story. Yes. And Kim and the company are so generous to throughout the year. Yes. Uh, it's, it's such a well-deserved success, and they are definitely giving back to the community. And that yes, as you right. said, 10% off if you use the code, code word, word Danji. The other one, Silly Yaya. Oh, we love Silly Yaya. We so do. And actually, Violet was on episode 41 of the podcast. So everything you ever wanted to know about her writing and how she got into this is there if you're interested. Such another interesting story. Yeah. But she is also doing a Fine and Danji sale as part of our shop small event. And Violet is offering free shipping on any of the books from her online bookstores. Yeah. And so. no need to enter a um, code for that. She's offering free shipping on all her books. And by the way, Silly Yaya is a children's book writer. Obviously, I think people could tell that by yeah, the indeed. name. Yep. But we actually bought our grandbaby's very first book. Or no, she actually sent us 
the very first book for the grandbaby. Oh, really? We were going to yes. buy it anyway. And she signed it. How nice is yes. that? Well, to get that discount for Silly Yaya, no need to put in a code or anything. But if you go to findandangie.com, go to the shop small tab, there is a link where you can just click here under Silly Yaya to get that shipping discount. And we will include that link in the show notes as well. Yeah, that's shipping on books. That is free shipping yep. on books indeed. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yes, sorry, That's guys. it, guys. <laughs> we wanted to thank you for joining us once again. This has been really fun. It was really nice to learn about impact. Yeah, I, I love when we find out about small um, grassroots type things like that going on right in our own very backyard. I do too. All through word of mouth. But guys, if you enjoy listening to the show, please give us a rating. Um, if you have time, a nice review would be wonderful. And subscribe to the show if you didn't get a chance. That's right. You can do so by going into your favorite podcast player and scrolling down, selecting you know the amount of stars you want to give. That helps us so much. If yeah. you really want to take the time to write a review, we greatly appreciate it, even if it's one or two words or one sentence, but it really helps drive up our visibility as well. You can also call us if you have an idea for the show. If you'd like to be a guest on a show, we've had some recent uh, emails for some guests coming up on the show. We're very yes. excited about. Yes. You can do the same by calling 407-490-3899. That is a voicemail for the show. So we're not going to put you on the air on the show from your voicemail, but uh, let us know what you think, or you can email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. That's right. You can also reach out via social media, which I think is what most people do nowadays. And that's at Fine and Dangy. That's Just correct. look up Fine and Dangy. Yes, indeed it is. Yeah. And that's it. That's a wrap. Have a great week, you guys. We're almost uh, you know, heading into the home stretch to the holiday break. So yeah. a few more weeks of crunching and uh then we can all take a nice breather. That's right. And remember, at the end of each and every day. It's all fine and dandy. Our little part of the end is my most edited <laughs> section. Uh, all right. For our friend Violet Favero. Favero. How can I say I think it's Favero. Favero? I don't Violet, know. how do you say your name? Favero. <laughs> it's Favero, like John Favero. Is it like Favero? Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a, big old, there's a big old empty gap I have to find. Hold on. Yeah, let's edit this out. Can Hold you on. take the minute so you don't have to go through it all? Oh, she was at the very end. Yeah, but are we still talking? And actually, there is no way to do other of the things I just said.